excellent. What is going on with your head, man? <laughs> I brought all these little beanies down that the kids can choose because it's cold down here in the dungeon. <laughs> and uh, it was a little cold, so I thought I'd put this on. I had a, there's like a, yeah, we got all kinds of warming options down here, which is smart. What's you, on the you, front of do, that? Do you call the basement that? the dungeon oh, with one? your children? <laughs> Sometimes I let it slip and I do say that. But... <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> I was hoping. But, it's um, a penguin. I thought it was a little hamburger, like, stuck little... on there. <laughs> See? <laughs> It's uh, very nice. cute. Uh-huh. Thank Looks you. Very in your honor. In your honors. Um, the more attentive of our listeners might have heard the voice of Andrea already, but welcome welcome, Andrea. That's right. Yeah, welcome, Andrea. Welcome, Seth, Seth, and Eric. Thanks. Yeah. Thank you for having us. <laughs> you you uh you leveled us this week with three wonderful choices. Mm. Um we watched Old Yeller. We watched Grizzly Man, and we watched Harry and the Hendersons. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Where do you want to start? What, what, what? Like, <laughs> do you want to talk a little bit about the constellation, or? Um... Yeah, sure. I'll t- I started with Old Yeller because that was a another childhood dungeon of mine, what? and I I hadn't seen it since childhood. Wow. What a treat! What a treat! Okay. I had <laughs> I had never seen it, and I'm so in love with. Likewise, this movie. likewise. It, yeah, it was an incredible film. It really held up yeah. <laughs> in interesting ways. Holy moly. And then I thought, you know, what could I pair with that kind of uh, darkness? Mm-hmm. And I chose Harry and the Hendersons because I thought that would be most traumatic for Seth Landman to, <laughs> to view. How did, why, um, how did you know that was going to be so traumatic for me? Um, you know, I know your heart. <laughs> 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 okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, and Grizzly Man, you know, seemed like the obvious yeah. trilogy. Yes. Um, no, this is so much. <laughs> three movies about fur. animals. Yeah. Good dark yeah. fur. Dark fur. Yeah. <laughs> I lo- no, I've never Wait. felt so yeah you know, warmed by the, yeah warmed by the dungeon. Even though I'm wearing the, yeah I feel like well. This penguin beanie is helping warm me up down here. But, down uh, here being both the dungeon of the mind and the dungeon. Yeah, the and the body. Yeah. Yes, the, body, the mind and the body. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, man, Eric's yeah. got some some heat going. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, my God. Watching heat in the background <laughs> while we record. Unbelievable. <laughs> I, I think I feel like I just saw um, Tom Sizemore say "slick." Yeah, to, you did. Yeah, okay, um, this, is, this is where. Oh he wow, didn't... we skipped a refill. We've just skipped a yeah. refill here. Drives you crazy, so, doesn't it? <laughs> so frustrating. So frustrating. We can't do this. We can't, it can't be like this. It's, <laughs> I didn't say anything. <laughs> oh man, Andrew, um, I'm not trying to get too personal, but so if you're walking around and the heat is just on, it's just on. The twenty four seven now. Wow. It's like you're living in a museum. So you, but you know, you know, you have to let the oxygen. You just have to let it. You just have just to let the fire me. burn. Yeah, you have to let the fire burn, and then. <laughs> this will end at some point. I think at some point. I just yeah, just try not to look look it in the eye. Well, just keep your last night when you came home from roller skating, 
<laughs> we watched it with the sound <laughs> off with subtitles on and just fell asleep that way. Okay. Yeah, I I enjoy looking at Robert De Niro in that yeah. movie. I, I have sure. a, a new If it's serving purposes, him. then this is good then this is good. Yeah. But if yeah. Eric is just <laughs> spiraling down the, the staircase, then <laughs> of heat. <laughs> Yeah. Oh wait, yeah, no, just the long the one long not a spiral staircase, was the just, one long <laughs> the yeah, infinite a, Al Pacino staircase. Yeah. As wow. A segue, wow, yes, as, the infinite. Mm, okay. Yeah. As as a segue, I'll just say uh Eric Dunn got hog bit by heat. <laughs> <laughs> I did beautiful. get I did get hog bit by heat. <laughs> so did anyone do any research about when they started stopped calling hydro started calling hydrophobia <laughs> rabies? No. no. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> I, I just, but just it's amazing that I could even piece it together because I'm not good on neurotology. But I get I did gather you that figured out some, that hydrophobia rabies involved, <laughs> oh, man. or another just a totally another. Ill, illness for for everyone. Totally nother. It's <laughs> <laughs> got the vernacular. Did you down. so, wait, Andrew? You said from from your youth, but you hadn't seen it a long time. Did you see it like uh, multiple times when you were like? Was it? Did it? Did it? Um, illuminate I, any? It was making I, a a world for you anywhere. I I think this was a one time watch for okay. me as a little girl, but seared right and, in there. Um, oh yeah, just I remember weeping. It being uh, a terribly painful film for me, and never watched it again. <laughs> I couldn't look, <laughs> so I had no recollection of it at all, except Amazing. that you know the dog has, gets rabies and has to be shot. Yeah. yeah. Um. So. Yeah, you know, it's funny. I always knew Old Yeller sort of exists culturally as this like. It's like an idea. Yeah. Like, so even though I never saw Old Yeller, I knew about Old Yeller <clears throat> as like a sort of there's like Old Yeller as like a paragon of sadness. And there's like Old Yeller as like the go to example of like what it feels like to have a pet die kind of like. <laughs> <laughs> I think you know, I knew like, it was going to go there. Yeah, I didn't know any of this, like the Southern end that was gonna, that was going to be happening. Mm-mm. Do, Mm-mm. do you have any do you have any feelings on the Southern end? It's just, it's just a little, it's just over, it's just way over the top. It just feels like, like in one, in one paragraph, I think they've said more, you know, just had more quips and one liners than I, than you could really stream together. But as if like, I was just trying to figure out like how Disney's framing this type of like <laughs> world, but it's just, I mean, I guess it's actually given, it's given it some compliments just to think that people could, you know, I think there's some good, I mean, there's some wild shit in there. I wish I had written down more of the lines from old yeller and all things, but we were, we were texting the, you know, throughout the week. And can I, can I ask you to make a distinction? Like, Texas is the South, but like it, that, Texas is like a different yeah, I guess thing. It is also, right? it, like, I guess it is what what is? I mean, we don't have to like explore all the differences What's between being the South. Yeah, like what, what 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 were your ideas about Texas well, when you like, were? Well, a, a well young I mean, I guess like the, I guess the thing watching this that I was still pulling like through whatever was. I mean, there's just like a hokey, you know, this hokiness mm. to it. Mm-hmm. But also, like I said, there's like a, 
it's not like elevated writing, but like, the, <laughs> but it, it, like I said, it's like, I, just, it it's just this weird it's nostalgia that it's bestow that Disney is just bestowing and knowing that Disney was a, himself a prick. Yeah. And then you're just like, okay, well, I mean, he's like bestowing this patina to, you know, the, these, this, these places and times yeah. of the past. And I think it's like, uh, I think it's like Madeline Fitch had recently, like recently had mentioned a couple of times about um, nostalgia being like this technique of fascism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, I starting to like keep thinking about that over and over and the way that old Yeller is, is kind of that way too. But it's, it is just like this brutality to it. Like Andrew said, like it is, I mean, it's just a, yeah, there have to be like these profound brutalities to like these kid movies always. Mm-hmm. And like I said before, and, but that's also part of like figuring shit out when we're younger or something. I don't know. It's just like mm-hmm. running up against these weird dungeons. One of the things I was imagining about all three movies is that, you know, there's old yeller. That's like the late fifties children's film. And then Harry and the Hendersons is the eighties children's film. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, so the contemporary children's film would be Grizzly Man. <laughs> oh, I love that in this, in this construction. Yeah. Yeah. No, I so want to watch it with the, with the kids. Did y'all say that you, you didn't, you didn't think I, oh. we should watch Grizzly Man? Is it like, I guess it's a you little. You can't. You can't. You can only watch Harry and the Henderson with those kids. Yeah, the other other two are on hold for a minute. Yeah. I do. Grizzly Man, you 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 can't. I, I just I, so is, want to. Yeah, I mean, like that, I know there's some like meat parts. I, I don't think any Herzog film is appropriate for children. <laughs> I think just don't. That world just view is just that. on hold. It's, it's true until... that I, I saw this movie in the theater in 2005 and remain haunted by the the when he's like. You must never listen to this tape. <laughs> oh, that is a such suspense to it. An amazing. Yeah. So what, Seth, I don't know if you had the same experience, but I saw this multiple. I, probably, I think I saw it a couple times in the theater. I did and then too. I like had this thing and I had the DVD. And I, I'm like watching the old DVD now. Yeah. And but there was this comedy layer to it. Yeah, I remember in the theater, people laughing a lot. I think that there was like this thing to it that yeah. now I don't recognize very much comedy to this whatsoever. Yeah. It's like, I'm, I'm just, I mean, I might laugh at, I don't know, Eric, if you were, uh, and I don't know, like, yeah, what, how y'all. Uh, Usually I'm a huge dick it. about stuff, but with this one, I was really like, I was pretty reverent, you know, like yeah, I was, so I was like really my, moved. I think I cried two or three times. Yeah. Like my reverence factor is like just so heightened now. It's so weird that it became like a mirror. This kind this movie especially was a mirror for me, maybe because I've seen it the most of any, and I had not seen old yeller. Well, I also think just as like a middle-aged person, I just have so much more sympathy for Timothy Treadwell and for like loving Ugh. loving people and their complication and their embarrassing parts and their like, especially kind of like, I really liked his friend who was like, yeah, he made up in an Australian accident, a- accent and he sounded like a Kennedy. I loved him anyway, you know? Yeah. I, thought, I thought that was mm-hmm. great, you know? Yeah, there's a bunch of different kind of lines about him, what the difference between a buffoon is and like thinking about you asking if we thought, if we found it funny or how people yeah. did find it funny. It's like this sort of cruel humor yeah. of laughing at somebody's character. Mm-hmm. Like the, 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 um, I lose track of who's who and what their names are, but the mm. guy, 
you know, in the pilot company who yeah, yeah, just yeah, yeah. completely says uh, he deserved what he got. Like he's yeah. an idiot. Maybe he was mentally, you know, um, slow or whatever. And the yeah, yeah, yeah. saw that and then he got unlucky versus Egly, the, Egly. Sam, Sam Egley. Yeah. First, you Air know, Hall. I think Eric in the text pointed out the other guy in the museum who was, had a much more charitable. Yes. Yeah, I love the nuance to that, that Eric just, yeah, but it toughens you up to be an air hauler. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I guess it's a brutal, you know, Yeah, these are wise. You know, well, there was just much, know. much less like, judgment at stake in yeah. in Sven the sort of like museum guy you know and he 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 was really pretty charitable but firm about it he was like look this is like i like that he was like he was a fool he crossed a boundary yeah but he well, wasn't like well, he, valueless as a person because of it yeah mm-hmm. and and when he he was like you know like where i grew up like we've had this boundary for 7000 years and like you know so it made it about something larger yeah. that was valuable for an audience to see rather than like being like this is a person that fucked up and is not doesn't deserve our respect you know yeah what he said i think he says like an unknown i think he says he crossed a, a an unknown border or something like that mm-hmm. and and uh you know, something that we we haven't done in, in all of these years, uh, an unknown boundary. He crossed the boundary, an unknown boundary. But, it, and it's just like, so, but there wasn't this. There's like not schadenfreude. We have rever- I think we, my reverence has grown for it. But yeah, those, these people don't have that. It's like, once you have crossed that unknown boundary, they have to just like say, yeah, that's, that's mm. your, I- that's your shit to deal with, I think. I think what I like most about him is, or what I appreciate is less about his um, relationship to the bears and more his refusal to participate in like just the regular world of technology and whatnot, just that turning away from that. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. The wanting to be a bear and all of that still feels, um, Mm. I don't know. I'm stoned, so I'm sort of losing <laughs> yeah. track of my thoughts. Well, but you know, <laughs> wait. I, I want to say it's like a weird combination of sympathy and empathy that's going on. It's like there's some yeah. moments of the movie where I feel like what I'm feeling for him is is sympathy, or maybe even closer to pity. Right. And then there's other moments where I am empathizing. Like it was like yeah. the Civil War. It was like McElwain when you know, and he and Treadwell breaks that that he breaks that the boundary of the, of the film too. Like when you see him pushing through and he's touching the Fox and all this mm, stuff. And mm-hmm. I, and even there, even these animals reaction, I think now, like I realized that the, hey, yeah, I think like, I just recognize this boundary in a, the boundaries in a different place than it was when I was younger and watching this. It's so interesting. Yeah. Um, well, you think about like how an old yeller, I just thought about the cat a lot and how you can actually befriend a dog. And it seems like, okay, the leap to befriending a fox isn't much further past the mm-hmm. way we befriended dogs. And so a bear is like an extension of a dog. Yeah, like, is this some breach? You know, is, you know, is he, it a breach or is it a, yeah, is it, or is it like some transcendence like, or something? Yeah, relational, like uh, a different sort of um, relational possibility. We don't see um, 
we don't see any any of the dogs in Old Yeller, or we and we don't see mm-hmm. Harry in Harry and the Hendersons take a dump, right? I was just saying. I mean, <laughs> Harry, Harry tread, tread, what Treadwell's captured here is uh... Harry is smelly, but we don't Harry see is him. Smelly. He's smelly. They're afraid Old Yeller will like uh, poop in the drinking water. Probably. Oh yeah, that's true. Does he say that? I feel like <laughs> well, he he's like, don't say. go, don't let him swim around in that drinking water. Like, right. <laughs> which yeah. fair enough. Also, yeah. like when Arliss is eating out of the same bowl as Old Yeller, like, oh, is it time yeah. to start shitting on Arliss? I think it might be. I think it might. <laughs> wow, be. I thought the I was like really on the fence with Arliss, but Eric, you have totally. I loved Arliss. On the dark side. <laughs> oh, I'm, Arliss. I'm with you. I loathe Arliss. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I thought he was cute. Yeah, I think he's like (laughs) he was. He was a cute little boy. (laughs) They need to send him out into the woods and just see if see if he comes back. So you're more Travis. You're all you're all about Travis. Stone Travis. Mm. I mean, not even. I'm just like I, I. I feel the character I related to the most was probably the mom. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, the mom is so, what a wild. You, wait, you didn't relate character. to Bud Searcy at all? Oh, oh God. No. I don't even want to talk to you. About- <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Cer- Mr. I, lo- I love how like in any time I mention on the text thread or, or anywhere else, like, Bud Searcy, like, like I've crossed, serious about this. You, you I've crossed an impossible wish. line somehow. Speaking of boundaries. In, in our friendship. Like yeah. it really is like, I like how you were oh like, I wasn't even going to respond to that. You know, like it's clearly. <laughs> the- do you know people like this? People who take like and take and take? No, like Bud Cersei. I don't uh, have anyone in my friend group like this anymore, but yes. like I think definitely growing up, you you have like dickhead mm. friends that are like this a little bit or like Yeah, or like family members or Yeah. Mm. The best part about Bud Cersei is when he's sitting down to drink the water and he like does some kind of weird sound poem. Just a southern and sound poem. I was like, whoa, Ooh. he's talking so fast. And do you remember that part? No. I'm Maybe I remember him sitting down. Starting to do right there. Yeah. I have to say, I like him more than I like Christian Book, probably. <laughs> <laughs> you mean, like, so, in the constellation of sound poets, it's true. But yeah. there's <laughs> He's a better sound poet than he is a man. Well, I like it when he was like, yes, he was like, true. what are you hiding a hog bit boy in there or something? Like, he's really like, he's wow. like, he's like Zukovsky a little bit. He's really a, a, a Texan Zukovsky. Hog bit boy. There's a musicality to it, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's a lot of musicality to... I'm sorry, one more Bud Cersei thing. <laughs> at, at the end of the movie, are we to, like, has he just abandoned his yeah. daughter to these people? I believe so. Yeah, yeah. I believe so. So I love him anything. For a few days. I, I assume he'll be back in a few weeks or a few months or potentially. You don't, you don't think it's permanent? I'm, what I'm wondering I'm is, like, is sure. it permanent? I think it's totally permanent. I, 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 think, I think he'll he just... be back. He'll be, because he's kind of careless. So it'll be like a year later. He'll be like, oh, yeah, in a year, give me some more food. And I'm here to get, I might as well bring my daughter home. Yeah. You know, it's totally. like, it has when, to when come it full suits circle. Him. 
to oh, really, yeah, exactly. When it suits him, he mm. has to show up again for the absurdity of that gesture yeah. to come. Um, um, maybe I'll just add one more thing, which is the, about Bud Cersei. <laughs> I, I like when someone is really enjoying a meal. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And and like licking their fingers, maybe even like. Mm-hmm. Um, I recently, no, he came for the right reasons, is what you're saying. Yeah, I recently watched um, the movie Man on Fire, starring Denzel Washington, <laughs> and Christopher Walken has a small role in it. And in basically every scene he's in, he's like eating and licking his fingers. Ooh. I just have to say, in the background on Heat right now is the chicken scene. Oh, oh you're right. Oh my god. Chicken. I feel like you're subconsciously oh, like Oh wow. Yeah. Are you I'm hog okay? bit by that screen yeah. Heat her. bit. You heat bit. Heat <laughs> bit. Hog bit. So wait, so Eric, you Is it just is it like a fever? I'm trying to figure out Well because there's look, high, oh no, so it's hydrophobic. But I mean otherwise yeah. so was he he didn't but Travis he got didn't bit by pigs. But did Travis didn't get the hydrophobia, right? He just got Hog he bit. Got, he just got bit by just a, hog bit, but no hydrophobe. He's just a hog bit yeah. boy hiding away. Hog bit boy mm-hmm. yeah. hiding away. He got hog wow. cut. Hog, hog cut. cut. They called hog cut. Hog I'm sorry. Cut. Thank yeah. you. Forgive yeah, me. That's an excellent point. <laughs> Amazing. Mm. That's something I did growing up. I was not. I didn't know about hydrophobia. To fear being a hog cut at all. <laughs> Just walking around. Well, you're uh, as a as a, ju- as a young kid at, at any time, just a hog could. <laughs> they were keeping the hogs away from you. <laughs> come through. You didn't have to climb up a tree and wrestle some hogs. No, mark them. I remember the... playing. I mean, y'all played. Wait, so we, we all went into the backyard, right? Was that all we yeah. did? We just said they said go outside, and then we went outside. <laughs> and I'm trying to remember if that's what we actually what I actually did. Roly polies, found some roly polies, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. went into the creek, that kind of shit. BB gun. Did you have BB gun? I did not have a BB gun. No. But I, I mean, like, just one seems of those like... rubber bands, a slingshot. Oh, a that's slingshot. awesome. No, I have one yes. now, though. Really? BB, BB I have gun? a really Air gun? A fancy slingshot that Brian Baldy got me. Oh, wow. Oh, cool. Yeah. I love to imagine that that's how that's you your send. weapon of choice. Yeah, yeah. Is that like send by your by your bed stand? Like that's <laughs> yeah. your that's your personal defense in case like... in case of intruders. So yeah. you submit palms in Massachusetts. You just shoot them. At, <laughs> you slingshot shoot them. them. <laughs> um, yeah, no. Down by the door, front door to the house, I keep a baseball bat and a, a mm-hmm. like a sawed off shotgun and a slingshot. Wow, <laughs> at the door at the front door. Yeah. Your your like home alone security system. <laughs> Gotta get to the front door. Yeah. <laughs> See this pre- do this pre- I've been prepping. I've been ever since COVID been subtly prepping. So I mean the old yellow thing was good, but like I kinda wanted a little bit more of like day after pre- yeah, I wanted more prepper shit or mm. more a little bit more, more fear prairie life. Yeah, more fear. More prairie fear. Hmm. You know, not to go, I don't. I I hate when we start talking on the podcast about what movies we should watch. But oh, have you guys seen Herzog's movie? Um, uh, Prairie Fear. Uh, no, the um, the one that they made into Rescue Don. Um, oh, d- little L- Dieter little needs Dieter to need- fly. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. That's great. There's some prepper stuff in there. Yeah, I love yeah. his prepper. He's got. He was maybe the first prepper that I really got exposed to. Little Dieter. Interesting. Dieter Dangler. Uh, yeah, he's yeah, got her- he's got a good dungeon of like 
you know, his like store of food in the house after mm-hmm. he's safe, you know, like mm-hmm. I, I, I think about that maybe once a week. Like, yeah, like, well, you know, one of the best stories mm-hmm. like that is, um, so Melville, um, wrote about the, the sinking of the Essex, uh, and, and like some of the people on the Essex had to like resorted to, um, cannibalism, like in the face of exposure and um the uh what's his name owen chase uh who like wrote the like surviving narrative uh, that that people sort of like used as the main version of the story he at the end of his he was like a very successful whale captain after um after the essex sank like he had a very successful career but at the end of his life they found like he had been storing food like um, in places in the house, like he, Ooh. he obviously never got over Whoa. it, even though he had all these years of uh, success. I don't think he would ever get over something yeah. like that. You yeah, know? no, I mean, I don't even get over like small shit <laughs> that happens to me. <laughs> if yeah. you had to eat your friend to survive, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hmm. Anyway, that is what happens in Grizzly Man. Yeah, I guess it is. You, yeah, good point. A version of cannibalism. Although, well, you have, the, eight, the, you have to you have to eat your friend to survive. getting yourself. Yeah, that's eaten. what I mean. Yeah, getting yeah. your your friend being yourself to be eaten. I, I was. What do you think about what Herzog uh, says about not seeing any any like when he looks at the bear, he sees indifference. Oh yeah, I thought that was very that was entirely very Herzog, Herzog yeah. like projecting onto the bear. I was like, that bear, that bear yeah. could be friendly. I don't <laughs> see what you're seeing there. A walking Herzog, but, just a huge. Yeah, bunch just, of Herzog's yeah. just traipsing around out there. <laughs> Herzog maze. I think. I think. <laughs> I think. What, Herzog always ex, like sort Herzog's of. Herzog's maze. That's so beautiful about it, though. You're right. He always like abstracts an individual into Herzog like, bit an okay. idea. Yeah. yeah, you are Herzog bit. Take it easy. <laughs> <laughs> that was amazing, though. That was a you had to blur. It took that a second. Out. I had to I say it, it before I, I forgot it. it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> now back to it. Eric. Should put in the chat. <laughs> well, just like Herzog is like right, but he does <laughs> he doesn't understand that like the pr- the problem with with loving a bear is not that like it's. <laughs> like he thinks that there's never anything and i think that it's just like chaotic and that yeah, it yeah, moves yeah. it moves in between yeah it moves right. in between moments of like recognition and empathy but there's nothing stable in a bear consciousness that lets you like be buddies with a bear well really. and it's, it's sort of like the bear's hierarchy like humans too is survival and for mm-hmm. the bear that means i'm hungry mm. you are now food I'm going to eat you. I kept thinking the other like overlay I had on these three films was Goldilocks and the three bears. And I was Mm. trying to figure out like which one, one's too hot, one's too cold. Like which of these three gets it right. And I'm pretty Mm. sure it's old yeller that like hits the mark. Harry and the Hendersons is like sort of idealizing the wilderness and um, the making it have a superior Mm. morality and Mm -hmm. ethics and Mm. whatever. And then Herzog's is like, it has no ethics, it has no morality, it's just brutality in the end. Um, you don't mm. trick yourself into thinking you can you can mm, tame mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And then Old Yeller is sort of the most reciprocal, actually. And, like, there's all that yeah. personification of the dog. Like, the dog is a thief. And mm. um, sort of, it, but the morality is no different than human morality because mm. they're, person- they're, like, personifying Old Yeller in a different way than they're personifying Harry and Harry and the Hendersons or the way even yeah. the, the grizzly bears are being personified. Hmm. Um, yeah. It's interesting to think about Bud Cersei in this regard. Like, um, he's the one who he's the <laughs> one who like accuses because he, he accuses. Yeah. He's the one who says like Old Yeller is the dog who is stealing the food, but he's like uh, there stealing food basically. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. He's and he doesn't ever become reliable or loyal, or right. you know, in the ways that Old Yeller becomes like a solid friend or whatever selfless like there's a selflessness yeah yeah Yeah. that's why and bud searcy is just he's so useful to the plot because he's such a like cartoonish version of selfishness yeah yeah that Mm -hmm. like he he exists in order to to put old yeller in relief you know i think you're supposed to see those things right you're supposed to see that like old Mm -hmm. yeller is like not exactly falsely accused but that we're supposed to understand his his selfish, his like quote unquote, like selfishness as like need versus like sloth or something, you know, there's, is this like Bud Cersei is a useful character thing. You trying to get back to handing it to him or. I mean, I think that I like from a, from a narrative perspective, I'm handing it to him, you know, a narrative hand. Um, I also like Arliss is such a dick for fucking with that baby bear. Yeah. Like, like, put oh, that man. bear down. Like, that is, like, Arliss has the whole fucking yeah, no, in such, his pockets. He's, such he's a different. A th- think about the different relationships respect. with nature between the two kids. Like, Arliss is fucking with that baby bear, <laughs> and then Travis pouring just, snakes uh, out of his pa- out Travis of his is just like stoned out of his mind, appreciating yeah. squirrels. Do we ever yeah. see Travis smoke weed? Because I feel like that's part of the plot. <laughs> the extended cut. I saw the extended. It's like it's uh, like cut. in heat. It's like in heat. How you don't see Pacino's character d- on cocaine. cocaine. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It's, yeah. it's, it's like. It was clearly, yeah, an inspiration. Yeah, yeah, it was clearly a part of the motivation <laughs> yeah. for the. Yeah. If I could, if I could just directly address Jacob Odding right now, who's probably listening. Like when you watch, <laughs> hey, Jacob. when you hey, watch, Jacob. when you watch Old Yeller, really look at Travis. He is the most stoned human being I've ever seen in my wow, life. Yeah, Come yeah that, step into that world, Jacob. He yeah. is the most sensitive brother. Oh, he's well. Well, who's the most sensitive brother in all these films? Is it Timothy Treadwell? Hmm. I have to think about that. Is it Harry? Timothy Treadwell. There's the aspect of him where he worked in that like medieval restaurant or whatever. Like he's 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 kind of part theater kid, and Mm -hmm. so the theater kid quality of wanting to be a grizzly bear makes him not the most sensitive brother. Mm. There's something mm. insensitive. It's mm. like there's too much ego or too much arrogance hmm. to, and yeah. not enough sensitivity. Well, you know, what's, yeah, I guess, I guess it's so. performative. Sometimes it's performative sensitivity. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I, and what's amazing is that it just seems so, his mention of death so often is so is so amazing or the way that Herzog's like framing it that way but that it's like his yeah this drive towards this but yeah like you say maybe per just for the 
it's, it's not. I mean, even thinking about him as a documentarian, he's recording himself doing 11 different takes to like capture authenticity, yeah. you know? Was this and, the Steve Irwin thing? Was this the time? Was that the guy's name? Yeah, I, th- I think yeah, he yeah. imagined him in that role kind of, yeah. you know? And like, you know, the thing that I keep thinking about is that like, you know, the fact that like he probably wasn't really doing anything to, to, other than like telling people that bears are cool like Mm -hmm. you know he's not like really they they don't make Mm -hmm. him out to be like an idiot this way like in the film but it's like you can see how he could think that he's like in a really indirect way benefiting the bears but like really what he wants to do is just like live with the bears but he needs this larger moral justification and so that's his dungeon is is he's yeah adjunct for the bears it's a great point to frame it as a dungeon. Is that is his blind spot. Yeah. Is his blind he thinks spot. he's Jane. He thinks he's Jane Goodall, you know, more than he thinks he's Steve Irwin. But he's both. He's uh, what percentage Steve Irwin? There's some of that there, and mm. then there's some percentage Jane Goodall. And I think it's. Mm. I don't know how I would do the split. Yeah, like, I like what you were saying, Andrew, though, about like the. Uh, like uh, multiple takes to capture authenticity. Like, mm. um, yeah, the, that part of the filmmaking of it is like pretty interesting. Cause it does have this, like, and making the girlfriend hide to be yeah. like, I'm alone here in the wilderness. Like there's a veneer yeah. on it. That's, um, um, I don't know that I what exactly I feel about it, but I feel something about it where it's like, yeah. he, beca- he becomes a little bit like, well, I'm wondering um, what like what the repetition does, and it doesn't. It does not connect. The only vague thing I was trying to figure out was like with Old Yeller. It's like the it's like the returning because at first Travis wants to kill Old Yeller. Is is will you know is willing to you know? Yeah. At, oh yeah, of course he wants. At first he wants he to wants kill to... Old Yeller, and then at the end he does he does anyway. But and then and mm. but, it, but it's oh my god, um, I never thought of it that way. What was I? What was I connecting with that? What were we talking huh. about something about. The grizzly man, gone. The, it's the gone. authenticity. Well, I oh, the repetition fall, of fall. the return. So, so yeah, old Yeller having to return over and over, even against you know Travis's yeah. wishes, and you know, and at the at the risk of his life, old Yeller kind of does that same thing. Uh, old Yeller is Treadwell. You're right. Tre- you know, Treadwell, tre- old oh Treadweller. Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> so old Treadweller. Yeah, oh old Treadweller. Tread Yeller. They have the same haircut. <laughs> but it says coming back over and over that's in the the endear that's the endearing thing that's what herzog that's what herzog seems to appreciate so much about him too is like and he says that he he does not that he does it for free you know it's like risking your life for for free Hmm. it is just so it is it's such a beautiful yeah come back to like i think about about kind of deep it deepens and complicates his character so that you actually do appreciate something about him. Yeah. And it's, and like Herzog, Herzog. Yeah. It's just weird. And Herzog in, in like uh, re- relief is like almost seems one dimensional compared to Treadwell. Like mm-hmm. Treadwell seems like such a more, it's so amazing. Like Herzog like steps back and just says like, let's, you know, I guess like Eric's or maybe like a little reverence for, you know th- these things. It's I think he's kind of odd by the filmmaking, actually. Yeah, like it, it, yeah. 
when the little um, fox tippy tippies by he's odd by odd by the like filmmaking. i think herzog yeah. is like odd by treadmill's yeah. filmmaking like the last shot of grizzly man is that like long shot of the wind the uh, no of um of the bear following treadwell like uh. down the creek kind of mm-hmm. um like from really far away and it i just spent all this time like after the movie ended like wondering if Herzog was implying that that is another, like, did Amy shoot that shot, or is that like, did tr- no. did Timothy Treadwell mm. set up the camera and walk like, I mean, For, it looks forever. like he's he's almost like a mile away at that point or something. Yeah. Like, um, I don't know. It's like there is something kind of like haunting about the his, Treadwell's filmmaking, actually. Yeah. Mm. Oh yeah. Setting up the frame as the trap, it's- but the trap for like. Yeah. For 13 years, it was for friendship. It was the friendship yeah. trap. And then like, at the end. Yeah. Well, I want to like sort of quibble with the, the fact that like authenticity is destroyed by multiple takes. Oh, I w- no, that's oh, not yeah, what yeah. I'm trying to say. I just think it's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I just mean like not, not that we kind of came out and said that in like a really like clear way, but I sort of think that part of what I see that's really beautiful about like Herzog's film, but also like Timothy Treadwell is the multiple takes. It's like you, because you could like, in some ways you see the authenticity of his emotional life in moving from one take to the other where he's like presenting. So like, I think that like when he's, when he's really exasperated, like I, I like, it's re- he, oh oh yeah yeah. He, when he's really broken, when he sees the the fox that gets killed by the wolves, mm-hmm. like that was one of the times that I cried. Did did you guys yeah. cry at any of this? Uh, it didn't make me cry this time, but it has in the past. I yeah, it's, mm-hmm. it's always been such a. I cried with the little fox, like look when he's just yeah. like distraught next to this like fox carcass, like. Uh, yeah, uh, I, I would mean, definitely. Could, you could call this movie Fox Man. Yeah. Yeah, mm, and so and it beautiful. would ju- just be like, as like I would love Foxy to see man. like hours and hours of him with foxes, you know, mm-hmm. or just hours and hours of foxes. That would be a good. Yeah, we should just do. I, it, it is like a, I mean, I, but I I guess you've always had like a soft spot for. It's not like background at all to uh, or you know this like um, ambient type of like in, environmental like movie at all it doesn't it's not like this relaxing thing like i mean it, like you said it's like these uh when you were talking about the the multiple takes almost made me think of i saw i guess is each one like revealing more and more someone who is the is it kubrick or whoever like the directors that like kind of make you do these like multiple takes over and over until you've like but like to do it to yourself like to, to make oh, yourself to, like, to make yourself do the do the takes over and over yeah who was the director who like there was like a, a philosophy of like making you do a million takes precisely to like tire you out mm-hmm. of like artifice. Basically, I thought. I mean, I yeah, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm sure. I know there are now multiple cruel directors yeah. that way, and I. But I guess it does do something. But like at the same time, like it was. That's not part of anything of the way I remember making anything or or feeling like I had the mm-hmm. time to do that. There's mm-hmm. like there's some type of like it is just. It's not. Privilege is the wrong word, but it's like this. It's just such a luxuriating in the thing. And like musicians are like this too, to be able to like noodle, you know, noodle in Alaska for, for this way. Um, I just yeah. want this so bad. Like, I, yeah, I want to be able I, to like. 
I wonder what he was looking for in the multiple takes, like how he knew. Because when there was one where he kind of did two back to back, and um, he, and he's ad libbing too, yeah, so it's yeah. like he's uh, he's sort of improvising each no, time he, he builds these take. webs, amazing so, webs. Yeah, um, but and then there's a, a moment too where he's like. I'm going to do one shot, you know, with the bandana and one without. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, oh my like God, the bandana one. thing. <laughs> it's kind of, I guess, a, for, a form of play. If you're out in the wilderness entirely oh, wow. alone, it's like you're trying on your dis- different outfits to see. <laughs> there is, a, there is like a bit of vanity to it. There's a, there's yeah. a great um, mm. old PBS documentary called alone in the wilderness that actually would be pretty interesting to watch along with this, mm. but it's this guy, this like old man named Dick Prenicky, who like went up to Alaska and said he like it, you know similarly to Treadwell, he portrays it as being alone. But like when you watch the documentary, like you see, you get to see like how like there was a bush pilot who would bring him a ton of food all the time, like every once in a while, and like how mm-hmm. like there were like occasionally other people around. But one of the things that's so interesting about it is like his process of like setting up the camera to film himself, like, uh, like hewing logs or something. And then like, just imagining having, imagining him having to like, um, like keep setting up the camera over and over again, or like to set up a camera to show yourself, to show an authentic version of you, like crossing a brook that you would have to cross. But like, it, then you d- you have to like go back and get and then the having camera. to come back and like, get it. like you're saying being a mile away. That's and, uh, mm-hmm. for Treadwell and coming back to get it. Yeah, I mean that's the discipline. That, but it's yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's so beautiful to me though. It like um, it, in some ways it is a lot like other kind like like um, like in poetry like fumbling around to try to say something that like you can't really figure out how to say or like mm-hmm. um, it's like these guys are trying to like tell you something about this experience they're having in this like really out there place and mm-hmm. they like want to be precise about it and the only way to get that precision is to like be is to like have this like invisible artifice that you create or something mm-hmm. it's like it's very bizarre well you know yeah he's built this whole map like at yeah, the grizzly maze and all of this map that he's built Mm-hmm. out over these summers that he comes it's just like this beautiful fantasy you know but it's real it's like a fantasy that ate that eats you um <laughs> don't they all entirely i mean it's just <laughs> well um we haven't we i want to make sure we pull harry and the hendersons oh, in please, a little speaking here. Of that. <laughs> i like it many minute 42 we're getting into harry <laughs> Well, I mean, you yeah. know, yeah. Just, we've, we've, it's come up a little bit. It, it, this was in a, a huge movie for me when I was a kid. Oh, please! I watched tell me it more. over and over again. Um, <laughs> did you have that experience, it. Andrea? I knew it. Yeah, no, no, I know you I were right. She was when playing you, too. I had definitely house. seen this, but Seth, like, I didn't have like, yeah, you all, all so many times. Wow, this was your Lithgow. Vita. But you know what's funny? Like, so this was one of the major movies of my childhood for sure. But it's like one of the only ones, like all the other ones, I feel like I've gone back to a million times. Like, um, like Ferris Bueller's Day Off, I still watch all the time. And like the ones we did on like Spaceballs or like, um, but this one I like never went back to. I think I was always a little afraid of it. It was weird. I I remembered none of it. Afraid of it. Wow. Um, 
Yeah, no, there's some scary parts at the beginning, don't you think? Like the suspense of Harry, like I don't know. I think I loved I loved this Bigfoot <laughs> shit when I was a kid so much. Why was there so much? There it seemed like there was so much of this. Would you have like gone, oh, really? gone, interned at Donamichi's store? Oh, I love Donamichi. Donamichi's so beautiful in this. Yeah. Um, but his, no, I mean his yeah, tie. The, the just this like. Anyway, like we're saying, like the Seattle thing, and it's just like this night. It's like nestled in this '90s. Maybe mm-hmm. think of Brain Scan mm-hmm. for the stupidest reasons, but like it was. Just, it's just like this suburban mm-hmm. thing. Just like this, yeah. Just like this. How about how about the house Eden that the Hendersons have? Yeah, even though it seems like only one of the parents is working, and he just is like a retail clerk at a gun store. But it's family money. It's got to be family money because you know dad's running the store. Is that what's going on? How, yeah, it's how guns. They... First, it's you know, it's like it's. I mean, huh, it's gun money. Yeah, it's gun money. <laughs> he's, <laughs> yeah, an arm, but... he's an arms dealer. I mean, Harry and the Hendersons <laughs> is has some dark shit going on, like especially. Like, I mean, Andrea pointed out the level of child neglect and endangerment yeah. in this film is like <laughs> really yeah. over the top. Like I, it first, it first hit me when the little kid is like just playing with a gun in the back of the car. But right. like yeah. then from when, the very beginning in the basement, like Ernie is just like down there with this like fucking Yeti that they don't, oh, yeah, they don't entirely trust him at that dancing. point. And yeah, then they no. go and do other shit. And they're like, where, you know, they're, this they're, guy's great. Like, <laughs> like, I guess the thing is, it's sort of like if you had a grizzly bear in your house that you are kind of friends with, and then you had like a teenager Bunch and, of you, raccoons and you were corn. like, I'll trust this grizzly bear. <laughs> You know, like we've been oh, cool for twenty minutes. It's like they put Ernie in the grizzly maze. Yeah, they yeah, totally oh. did. He's bait. Ernie but, is just bait, honestly. But I think mm. that's how you know how scared to be as a kid. You know, mm. if, mm-hmm. if oh, that's the parents are actually worrying, then you you'd know it's more of a oh, horror yeah, so movie. So you just gotta let it go. So you just sort like sort of subconsciously mm. you realize it's gonna they're gonna be friends. Yeah, you gotta let it's it gonna eat be a little okay. bit. That's good. Yeah. yeah. I mean you also know that there. the movie That's is right. called Harry and the Hendersons, so it's right. like, they're gonna be they're, a family. They, they're a couple. They're playing pool. <laughs> yeah. And it is a lot Harry story. is so beautiful. His like the smile. There's I was repulsed so- by him. Oh my God! Can is it I just he's too human and too? It's like his face. I I feel like I could smell him, and also I was repulsed mm-hmm. by his it face. Felt like you could yeah. smell him. If I'm I being felt totally like I honest, could smell him there's too. such a sweetness felt... to it that they built in that they just baked into this. Puppet uh, that they made or this Par- suit. Par- Parker, did you have any George feelings? That's what I'm saying. There's a sweetness to the suit. I think there. I think mm-hmm. I was definitely getting sweetness that silhouette. That, I think I was, that uh, silhouette's not unlike George's. <laughs> sweetness to the suit is your dungeon. <laughs> oh my! God. I would like a live action rampage with a George that's like a just suited up a little bit sweetness more with like more. Because <laughs> I agree. I agree with Lamon that like his face grosses me out, but he has a he has a pretty sweet booty. It's just the sweetness. Mm-hmm. Like you're so saying. you like you kind of end up into furries i'm not i'm not against it you know going to the bear pantheon oh wait we didn't talk about bear pantheon and and grizzly man at all but bear pantheon um uh, 
<laughs> I totally have lost. Bear, pa- have- Bear, Bear Pantheon sounds like a drug in a David Cronenberg movie. <laughs> have you, like, have you like how, how much Bear Pantheon have you taken? It allows you to breathe in outer space and read God's mind or something while fucking a cockroach. Oh, I think there's the other. I think it's that other. Oh, have wait. you read that kind of? Kind of. Have you read that book, The Bear? It's like an erotic book about a woman who lives alone in a cabin and no. has a sexual relationship with a bear. No. Oh, wow. It's actually really good. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So we're talking about this fur. Um, yeah. The fur connection it was is strong among uh, our, oh yeah, amongst us. Oh, man. Seth and, Seth and Eric not, not bringing as much fur to the game. Look, I'll bring, or, uh, I'll bring some fur. fur. I, I think Seth is naturally furry. Yeah, well, Seth um, is if I recall. Furry. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I guess I you am. need more V-neck. You actually need to wear more V-necks because me, can, yeah, because you got like that. Yeah, yeah. You got show what? Show hair, off hair that, popping out. Show off that fur. Do a off the shoulder kind of a very sweatshirt. Massachusetts. <laughs> you guys are making me blush here. Uh. <laughs> Seth Parker, are you um, a hairy? Are you a hairy chest man? Are you a patch guy? I think I've got some ha- uh, hairy chest. Yeah, you we should totally. Chest. Yeah, we should send pictures of our chest to each other. Yeah, I, I know. <laughs> I know. I now have my my dad's gray curly oh. hand in the middle of my chest. Oh yeah, in the center. <laughs> so your ancient hand. That's how you know how. Yeah, you know how you know on on mushrooms. If you look at your chest, yeah, totally. Yeah. Totally. Next time, I'm the- just going to look at my patch <laughs> just like and be like, hole. for generations. <laughs> my senior year of college, <laughs> I, I lived in this house. There were like seven of us living in this house, and we each had our own bedroom. There was actually like seven bedrooms wow. and one bathroom, basically. This is such oh, a it was really insane. Tale. But like we uh, we had this joke. We never did it, but there was this running joke that at some point we were everyone was going to... Um, have to put on the door to their bedroom just like a close-up shot of their genitals, <laughs> <laughs> and that like it's still like instead of name tags, we all yeah, like, just yeah, like, just like like oh, you're the you're you're sort of like the the kind of wrinkly veiny dude with a lot <laughs> yeah, of yeah. fumes. Yeah, well, there was like all kinds of genders involved, so it would have been it would have been pretty interesting. Yeah, yeah. it would have definitely like the Harry changed. Harry Henderson, Harry Henderson crotch, yeah, shot. Yeah. Um, yeah. Can, well, we haven't talked really much about that, really at all, about Harry's junk. Ero- er- Harry. There is mention erotica. of it in the film. I was surprised it came up. If you know yeah. what I mean. <laughs> She's like, Dad, you know it's a man. I know it's a man or something like that. Yeah, or yeah, yeah. Something like that. Yeah. What if, like, yeah. I never really stared at it, but, like, what if they did a lot of elaborate sort of, like, framing so that you yeah. never really saw, but he just had like a fight club, total hog. Yeah, just quick you think he's, shots. You think he's a swinging dick? I think he's such a swinging dick. Like, I think that if, I think there's all kinds of deleted <laughs> scenes with just, like, Harry and just his, like, three-foot dick, like, slapping his, his like, thighs <laughs> in the kitchen when he's, like... <laughs> Well, when he brings her the flowers, I know it's to replace the corsage he ate, but it's also like, oh. I was like, whoa, is he like trying to court the teenage daughter? Wow. Like, what's going yeah. on here? Yeah, Can we talk about what the fuck is going on with this corsage? Like, wh- 
Why yeah, you were really upset about that? And is the... there shit I don't understand about? She's cor- saving this corsage. Doesn't like you just bring someone a corsage when you're like going to a dance, right? It's not like. Do you she, save a corsage like forever? Look, what is, like that. Maybe that's obvi- the obviously, yeah, Seth, when you you're not your from prom, Seattle in might... 1992. Yeah, you know, and you're not a girl. You're it's not true. a teenage it girl. Well, it. so I'm asking. Uh, I'm asking but, you, Andrea. Well, like, typ- typically, I, what I understand of the mythology of teenage girls is that I don't think you save up all year for a 15th birthday corsage that you gift to your own self and that you then keep forever. Oh, I yeah. think you maybe would keep for you would keep forever like you would part of your wedding bouquet or your wedding dress. You might keep your first school dance corsage. But well, I don't you know like why press you would it, save like dry it and press it. You eat it and then you poop yeah. it and then you like <laughs> shit it out in the neighbor's garden. The, yeah. <laughs> and then exactly. you grow another flower and then you eat that and shit it out. And you just, it's a cycle that, you know. Uh, when you put it like 13 that. 13 summers, 13 summers of that. 13 Man, summers. Meanwhile, Wayne grows about to murder this tech. poor girl behind Eric's head right now. And I'm like, <laughs> don't, don't let Eric distract you with the oh. heat. God, I just I, I'm about I'm like watching him talk about how she doesn't know what's about to happen to yeah. her. Like, I, I said I had the same reaction as you. I guess I was like, never trust a man with a swastika on his chest, or like <laughs> never true. sleep with. But he's a, he's a, a regular man. rodeo rider. I mean, he's I a hot dog. I don't think she's got the privilege to really be picking and choosing. No, yeah, I, yeah, I, I understand. Yeah. I understand, yeah. but you know, yeah. All I had to do anyway, was put it on. Anyway. I, I don't bring it up at all. Like, this is like heat entrapment. You can't this. see it. You can't see it. Yeah, uh, we you all can see it behind Heat entrapment. Entrap heat. <laughs> um, can't um, believe it. Can we talk about, like, so Andrea brought up, like, in um, Grizzly Man that, you know, you were kind of frustrated that he, like, erased the woman, basically. Mm. Like, out of uh-huh. the, you know, like, I was thinking of, like, how. I mean, this is a leap, but I was thinking Harry and the Hendersons, like how the daughter and the mom don't get to do much, you know, mm-hmm. like there's a sense of, okay. especially the daughter is like a character yeah. that only gets to be butthurt and like doesn't really get to have yeah. a full range of emotions or like she doesn't have a lot of interiority. And like, anyway, it just made me think about like, I mean, and any- it's the mom from Christmas story where it's like, oh, yeah, also this like, oh, yeah, mm, this. Yeah, just like that portrayal. I mean, and she's just this, I mean, because Christmas Story was such a huge movie for me, just like to see, and I had totally not realized when I was a kid that that was Hmm. the same mom. And, Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, there's some like acquaintance to to the roles for sure. But that Harry gets to destroy some of that is so good. Well, and he has a real bromance with Harry though. Oh yeah. Like that's a strong bromance going on. I mean, the journey, yeah, it's true. The journey we're on is John Lithgow's journey from being a prick to being like a kind of a good guy, I guess. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's to having a huge basic prick at the beginning emotions. of this movie. I was like, fuck that dude for yeah. a long time because he's so, like, he's so cartoonishly MAGA. Like, yeah. Yeah. In, in my memory, he stayed like, I don't remember, like, the child version of me did he- not, like, follow he, his like growth as a character he moves from a republican to a democrat yeah yeah <laughs> like yeah. to a centrist democrat like yeah, yeah. it's just like the best Stubborn. we can hope for like, yeah 
Yeah, it would have like been, been enough back Dane, then. Dane, 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 yeah. liberal, like. But yeah, it was, you're right, that, like that, or... the arc is so small, but like that was such a hopeful arc when we were kids and we're like, if you could do that, if yeah. we could just do that. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, it's true. In 1987, we believed that like, there was like still time to realize the environment was important, you know? Oh yeah. my God. In the 80s, my dad and I used to listen to this band together in the car called Gentlemen Without Weapons. Oh my God. Oh, wow. Uh, so this is a CD dungeon. You you oh, have to yes um, listen to one of these songs. Oh yes. Oh sorry. Let me. Uh, I can't wait. Are you go. gonna play it, like gentlemen without the... weapons? Are you about to play? Wait, I it? hope so. I can hear her keys yeah. clacking, so maybe we can yeah, hear the yeah, music. Yeah. We can hear sorry. the music, maybe. Right. <laughs> wait, but will will it be wait. playing on the? Will you be able to hear it? It's uh, uncon- no. unconditional God, love. So. Is the Maybe I'll, I'll play it on my phone. Wait, we'll but you know what I phone. can do? I can like cut in a like a I'll like I'll like cut in like a minute of it or something. Oh yes. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. I have I have you the link. No. Oh. Okay. Ooh, put the link in. Oh, Cersei, I put the link Cersei to Cersei Unconditional Love in. That's the one that you're talking about. Yeah, right? excellent. Well, I mean there's a bunch of songs, but that's a really good one. Sweet. Gentlemen Without Weapons is what they're called. And um some of their songs have like the sounds of animals mm. in them. Wow. <laughs> oh, I need an animal so bad. Wait, so y'all have one cat? You have Seth, one cat? You, you should listen to this CD with your daughter in the car. Oh, I would love to. Yes, I will. <laughs> Pass Wait, on the legacy. I know. No, it's like there's something. Yeah, it's not even. Although there were some ho- hokey things about uh, Old Yeller. It's like there's nothing hokey about like what it's asking of us to. Yeah, how it's how it's asking me to care in all of these scenarios. Like I'm great. I like, I'm grateful for the, for the reminder. Yeah. And you know what? It. I was thinking again about like different characters in, in old yeller and like (laughs) how I just had this thought when I was like listening there that like, I was shocked because I thought that old yeller was going to have the most horrifying kind of masculinity in it, but obviously it's like the nineties movie mm-hmm. that, that has it. But like, I actually feel like um, burn is this kind of masculinity that I like actually really value and, and kind of like loved in that movie. You know, the, the guy burn? that burn is the guy that burn Sanderson. He's the guy that his gives, first name is burn. Yeah. B U R N. Yeah, oh Burn Sanderson. I yeah. just know him as Sanderson. You'll have but, to forgive me. And like because he's so like 
like there is a version of him like I thought he would be more one dimensional, but he was really it's so interesting that he was like a really sensitive, emotionally intelligent, kind of generous, but yeah. um it was like a, it's a really like beautiful vision of of like a masculinity to emerge from like a shitty Disney fifties movie that also has like kind of horrific racism in the last 10, you know, it's like, um, like, like, no, Sanderson's an incredible human being. Yeah. I love him. Like, and you, you're meant to be like, I think everyone is meant to be like, like the shot that they give him when he's just standing up being, it's the way they shoot Jack Palance in in Shane. Oh, I, I know there was such Shane moments in this but like shane cooks that element a little bit better uh, to me like there's like it like excavates some of the just like the, the layers of love that you, that can that you can kind of well yeah i mean old geller isn't shane were you hankering yeah, for more for more stump time definitely i said i want old geller i just wanted like 50 minutes of old geller just humping a humping just a what? Old Yeller, old Yeller helping Travis cut down a stump. Yeah. <laughs> Just like dogs, like physical labor that's like really Raccoons, difficult for a dog, a but he's really persistent. Like he claws through <laughs> like an entire tree. It's like some kind of Just like to, Matthew like, Barney. Like, like final fight. Yeah, there's a thing in final fight when you get to beat up the car. Just oh like my God. For points. <laughs> Old Yeller Old just Yeller. bashing his <laughs> bashing his head into a log a thousand times until it like like nothing happens. It's like, like an Andy Warhol the... movie with him. <laughs> Sorry, Andrea. What? What did you all think about the dad in Old Yeller? Oh, cash money, Parker. What a, mus- that what, money? A, what a mustache. <laughs> oh, talk to. Those- I thought that was like I was wondering if like I guess it reminded me of like yeah Anchorman, Will Ferrell thing. I was like, did mm-hmm. Will Ferrell take anything from Fess Parker mm-hmm. in these in these roles? And I never realized that like Fess Parker, I I, I don't know what else he was in, Davy Crockett or something something. Davey. We gotta start calling you Fess Parker. Yeah, I must have been <laughs> somehow connected. We must, but his portrayal is. Of masculinity is so odd, of course. Yeah, and that like it's his. Yeah, it's only in his absence. Only in his absence can can the real stuff. You know, masculinity is wanting to see someone in a particular dress. (laughs) I've been. I mean, what do you say? Like, I've been hungering. I've been hungering to see you. He does. There's mighty mighty hungering. It it goes from G to like. NC seventeen in one <laughs> phrase and then it goes back to G. It's like it's like the equivalent sweating. of I've been of pants giving, sweating to see this. It's the Drape. equivalent of giving lingerie as a gift, you know? Yeah. yeah. It's like oh that's his lingerie totally. is like the totally. store bought dress. It's like, <laughs> well, and I know, you know, it's like 1880s panties. He's just right. like like he came back from the wilderness and he's just Snickers. like like cash money. And then he like think of it. Okay, think about it. Like, Cash can, money. can we can we dad watch Old Yeller because he's kind of not in any of it really. Yeah, but like dad watching Old like Yeller. You've, you've, you've just done whatever you've done for a real long time out in the world, and then you come home and there's this like fucking epic slap drama. A dress down on the slap yeah. a dress down on the like like gravel. 
like he he just says like I heard about the dog, you know, and it's like. <laughs> I want that deleted scene where it's like 25 minutes of the mom telling the dad about <laughs> old Yeller. Yes. Like, Let me tell you what went on while you were away. You need to go talk to your son. Oh my God. <laughs> it's wow. like just the saga just finished seconds before you arrived. Wouldn't, wouldn't you love to see that? Wouldn't that be the best? Do you like, think, do you think he yeah. got a little bit? Was there like a twinkle of jealousy in him when she told him about Bern Sanderson? Mm, Bern Sanderson, I think. I mean, Bern Sanderson kind of came she, to play. She, she he can, he can scale. fucking get it. She, I gotta say, yeah, like, I think yeah. that, like, he is. There might be a spice TV cut of Old Yeller. <laughs> I gotta take my the bar- bargain off. <laughs> the, 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 the the Richard Donner cut of Old Yeller is. The Burn Sanderson edit. <laughs> Sanderson, just like a, a brief, like ten minute softcore porno. Just, yeah. No, it's no, it is yeah, not softcore. It is explicit. Yeah. It is up close. Wait, wait explicit but loving. Uh, look, I don't. Yeah, I don't think they're mutually exclusive. I mean, cornbread, cornbread. <laughs> but you're not. You're not getting cornbread. made love to by Burn Sanderson. Like Bern Sanderson came to fuck, you know. Yeah. <laughs> he's he's there. He's a gentleman I mean, he's about burning. it. Yeah, he's burning. He's a gentleman about it. He's not creepy, <laughs> but I you know, when all is said is done, Bern Bern Sanderson is fucking you have me I'll be your fill-in when you are blue, so you can fool me some more. I know you'll hike it, someday you'll pack, then you'll be leaving my door. But I kind of like it, taking you back, so you can fool me some more. I only look for roses when in season. Ah, but you're a rose that comes and goes without a I make my mind up, I'm just a fool, someday I'll even the score, only to wind up breaking the rule, so you can fool me some more. how strongly I felt about Bern Sanderson. <laughs> no yeah. Kidding. yeah, yeah, really. A lot came out I like there. I carve some space off around. I like that. <laughs> I was hoping we would talk about Bern Sanderson. Yeah. Well, things are, yeah, things are changing. I mean, things I'm, a, you know, things that are, I thought were hot back then <laughs> when I first saw Grizzly Man. Bread. Like bef- before you bread. saw Rampage for the first time. <laughs> oh, see? Yeah, it sneaks up on you. 
Hmm. That's the thing. That's it the does. Thing. Robert De Niro got me. He's like, mm. now that I'm a middle-aged woman, I have a, uh-huh. I have a mad crush on uh-huh. him. I did not you're like, when I was yeah, what, you're like, what book is that guy reading? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, you, exactly. Do you, do you start to care what he does and what he reads? I do, yeah. I do. Oh, I love that. Would you well, date yeah. Andrew, would you date him if you knew that he was the dude like say you're next to him in the diner and then you discover that he was just in this like huge bank robbery? Like would you get on the plane with him, you think? kind of a loaded question uh-huh oh i thought we already discussed this and we determined that were i the female character i would also be a bank robber a mm. secret bank robber oh yeah are you yeah. the wheel yeah. are you go all in are you the wheel have... man no dude uh, you're tom size no where i'm in a rival oh, bank wow. or like a different you know ready to step in an all-girl bank robbery game oh cool yeah but, but you're um, for no, you, for you, the action is the juice. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, no that's plane. Right. Okay, <laughs> that's, that's a really good survey mask. question for really like, all our I guests. I like the dress-up aspect. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like a personality question. Skating, true, roller skating, work true would or be false? Would be for good. you, the action is the juice. I would roller skate right into the bank. Be like, <laughs> that would be so good. Give me the so money. Much, I think. Yeah, it's like a derby. A team of derby <laughs> girls. Mm-hmm. I, I was That's just robbing a bank. I was just thinking that, like, for um, Andrea and I are kind of oriented in the world in very similar ways. In in some ways, and I was thinking, like, for us, the action really is the juice. But there are people who the juice is the main thing, <laughs> and hmm. you know, like, like what getting, was action? What was juice? I never got the juice in the action. I think just like I fucking. Think I've asked about this. I think I've asked the action and the juice. Before. So the action is just <laughs> like, I like the, to keep asking. I think it's like the sort of thrill versus the and the, the adrenaline. The also it's thrill the plus juice. it's it's craft too. I think there's a lot of craft. thrill and craft. It's like how much do you like drilling through huge like. Uh, huge pieces of metal. Yeah, yeah versus that, how much do you like understand. ten million dollars? Thief, you know? yeah, thief. The drill, yeah, the drilling. I can understand. There's not a. Yeah, is there drilling? Do they drill enough in heat? They drill in heat. Like... Yeah, remember uh, Val okay, Kilmer in the bank. Val Kilmer's like, I'm almost there. Yeah, that's really so. Like, like that's the most sexual walk. thing I've ever seen. Oh like, yeah, he's almost there. Oh. Yeah, De Niro <laughs> saying we walk and Val Kilmer. Oh being wow, like, that would be a great like sex thing. We walk, Seth. We walk. Seth, please tell me. Tell me if it works. What am I the person you're arresting? What the fuck do I know? Uh, well, I, I don't know. I mean, I just thought it would be funny. Yeah. I don't know enough about We walk. It. <laughs> Can you imagine like you're having <laughs> sex? Heat measure. I want the heat lamp on you in there. <laughs> you having sex. Wait, what is that? Oh, the heat uh heat gun, heat scope. Heat what are they have? What are they watching? What are you talking about? They have those heat signatures. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah he's watching the heat. When they're signature. in the van across oh, yeah, from yeah. the metal depot. Yes, yeah. thank you. Yeah. Oh God, we ended up yeah, falling in it. Well, I guess I'll Well, it's okay. When, We're off the menu. Off the menu now, so when you should when you should be allowed to do this. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, Andrea. Andrea, who are some of your other biggest movie crushes? Can you think of any off the top of your head? Like actors? Well, like, you know, you were or talking characters. about De Niro. De Niro yeah. in Heat, I feel like, is like. 
Oh yeah, that's that's how he got me. It's a goatee or like the the how his facial hair is arranged and his cute mole. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of other. <laughs> but you like you um, like goatee, you like Columbo, you know? <laughs> I did. Oh I wow! You crush would... on Columbo. <laughs> wow, yeah, you like face uh, moles. Okay, Eric. Does he have a face mole too? I have, I have a fucked up left eye. There you go. Your whole eyes of um, mole. Yeah, I liked. Uh, a, I like. I liked Columbo. Also, a, had a crush a crush on Carl Sagan in, in high school. Oh sure. wow! Um, Wait, this is now. The, this Venn diagram is getting there. This diagram is getting and, so interesting. And and then also the Jesus and Mary chain. <laughs> Jim oh, wow. and William Reed. Oh wow! Yeah, wow. So Scottish boys in That's leather pants range. is like That's one. Right. I mean, I've fair enough. Yeah. Um, Shy Scottish boys in leather pants, a um, genius detective, mm-hmm. a uh, scientist mm-hmm. wearing seventies, you know, fall Tur- colors. Do you have? Oh, wow. Do you have a crush yeah. on uh, grown-up Antoine Dwinell? Probably. Yeah. Oh. Um, we should watch one of the other, like, we should just, like, next time we have Andrex on, we should w- throw one of the... Just yeah, Antoine yeah, yeah, yeah. Dwinell oh, through life. Or whatever. Yeah. We, we could, should... And we could end with another, like, a rewatch of Irma Vep. Oh, yeah. Oh, I love Irma Oh, wait, well, that was him, right? Yeah, that was yeah. him? Oh, my God. Yes. Yeah. Antoine Dunell is in that movie. Uh, the guy who played Antoine Dunell is the mm. director in Irma Vep. Oh, nice. Oh, in the film. Okay, I was yeah. like, I was freaking out yeah. because was, is Olivier Assayas or whatever his name is. No, no, is. sorry, like, the guy not... who plays the director okay. in the yeah. movie. Yeah. My yeah. mind was blown for a second. What's there. that actor? I forget the guy's name who played the Antoine director. Dunell. Like, I don't mm, remember. Um, yeah, I would know it if I saw it. I can't believe helpful. that. I can't believe he survived to adulthood after drinking all that fucking milk. I know. <laughs> Just that one scene. How did he make it? It was like he almost was doing drowned. some kind of like milk challenge. Like you he said. almost drowned. The gallon challenge, dude. <laughs> He's like. He made the, the first TikTok video. Yeah. <laughs> the next scene is him just like dumping an ice bucket on his head in his yeah. bathtub. Yeah. He's just raising money for pu- pug pug awareness. awareness. Yeah. Look, it, and I have to say, to on behalf of our sponsor, Sleep Ovation, um, we seven hundred tiny seven hundred pugs, seven hundred tiny pugs beneath very comfortable your body. It's if there's that many of them, it can't hurt. It couldn't hurt them, right? Look, yeah, no, they're very they buoyant. Support they would weight. they would distribute all that weight. You yeah. need what you, what you need to do is get half of your house completely locked off. That's where you have the mushrooms. The could other all four half of us lie down together on, on seven hundred pugs. All four of us uh, could lay down we on seven hundred pugs in our. Go, let's just quickly yeah, Google how much weight can a pug support in towels. <laughs> Let's go to Taos. Dude, if we go like can if we go to a shipping container in the desert Eric in was Taos, starting to have seven hundred do- dogs. Yeah. In Taos. I'm glad you came back. We're glad that you're back. Uh, how dude, cold wait, how cold are y'all? 
is everybody freezing cold now or is well uh, we actually we got a good space heater and we got like a thing to put over the front door that like stops the wind from fucking howling through here uh, like you're on the the top of a mountain The real test will be Wednesday, though. It's supposed to be like negative four degrees or something. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So oh God. no snow. It's like sunny, but negative oh, that's the four fucking degrees worst. somehow. You know, I heard a good way to... <laughs> it helps to try to carry fire in a horn. Oh, man. <laughs> what is I knew it was coming, but I was like... It was like bullet time. I was like, is this no country for old men? Is this heat? Is this like arrival? Is this like bullet time? (laughs) But I knew, but when you started speaking, I was like, this is, this is like from Ed Tom's world coming at me. Oh man. Holy shit. That's where you have to. Well, it's Sometimes it gets cold uh, of a night. Yeah. Yeah. Well, any other I, thoughts I, anyone wants to share? I I think we should end the off the menu by all singing our what we remember of the old yeller. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh yeller! Gosh, we could cue it up right yeller. Now. Uh, he wait, he was, well, he was uh, a dog sucking dog, dog, dog in the world, sucking your dog. Mongrel. Yeller. Never seen oh, a dog yeller. that sucked so many eggs. And- oh, <laughs> oh, dog in the world. But what about the what about that Joe Cocker song at the end of Harry oh. and the Hendersons? Oh, this, this episode, oh, yeah, needs- that was can can you do like a medley? I mean, I don't mean to make a lot of work for you, but like a medley of Gentlemen <laughs> Without Weapons and the old Yeller song and the fucking okay, maybe I'll, I'll, I'll and the Joe Cocker song. I'll sing I'll sing some unconditional love, but I don't recall the Joe Cocker song. I'll I fade I out of this episode the with the Joe Cocker song. Of it, <laughs> but yeah. I've since deleted it, so you'll have to sing that, and then I'll sing some unconditional love. Yeah, or maybe we can just put like the the YouTube link to the show notes or something for the unconditional. We should have like a yeah, we uh, should have like a karaoke link to this. I can thing. add I can add links to the show notes. It's true. wait, do y'all go to do y'all do karaoke? We, I haven't oh, done do. it since the wait, pandemic. I've seen the, I've seen the there was the video of y'all doing karaoke. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. A Josh's thing or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Andrea did karaoke. I did I did karaoke too. The last mm-hmm. time I did karaoke, I sang um, "Say You Love Me" by Fle- by the late Christine McVie. Oh, oh. so sweet! Oh, shouts to the dead. <laughs> we didn't. Now. We didn't. We didn't shout to the now. dead. Shouts <laughs> to the dead, Mac. Put it on. Sing it now. Oh, dude. Yeah, we should do karaoke together next time we all get together. Well, to the I old like, yeller. I would like that. I'll do the old yeller theme for y'all. <laughs> we have to do old yeller like while being like. I know I talk about it a lot, but 700 tiny mattresses really, like, it feels... Makes you feel good. It makes you feel good. Like, Andrew, it does, right? Like 700 blows. (laughs) (laughs) The 700 blows. You touch my life and turn my heart around. It seems when I found you, it was me I really Open my eyes, and now my soul can see. 
I love 